I'm Brian Gottstein, and this is the Daily Signal Top News for Tuesday, December 12th. Here are today's headlines. House Republicans are looking to further the impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden with a potential vote on Wednesday. Speaker of the House Mike Johnson wrote about why the inquiry was necessary in an op-ed for USA Today. Impeachment is among the most solemn constitutional authorities the U.S. Congress holds, particularly when it comes to a president, Johnson wrote. As a constitutional lawyer and former member of the House Judiciary Committee, I've encouraged my colleagues to carefully consider the gravity of impeachment proceedings and the facts surrounding the current investigation into President Joe Biden's conduct. He said that the House would vote on an impeachment inquiry to investigate Biden's role in the influence-peddling schemes of his son, Hunter Biden, and other family members. House committees will further investigate statements the president made concerning his knowledge and involvement in those schemes and the role his administration might have played in covering up alleged wrongdoing, Johnson said. The White House has repeatedly denied Biden's wrongdoing and has called the inquiry illegitimate. Harvard University announced Tuesday that President Claudine Gay would remain at her post after her much-criticized testimony at a House hearing on anti-Semitism on college campuses. The school's board said in a statement that their extensive deliberations affirm their confidence that Gay is the right leader to help the Harvard community heal and to address the serious societal issues we're facing. Gay's comment that received the most criticism came when Representative Elise Stefanik, a New York Republican, asked her whether calling for the genocide of Jews on campus would be considered bullying and harassment. Gay answered, it can be, depending on the context. In addition to criticism for her answers at the hearing, Gay has come under fire for accusations of plagiarism. The Manhattan Institute's Christopher Rufo co-authored a report highlighting texts that she allegedly plagiarized in her 1997 doctoral thesis. The Washington Free Beacon analyzed 29 sections of alleged plagiarized material in Gay's work and found that, in at least 10 instances, she used whole sections of text from other authors with almost no changes. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky was in Washington, D.C. on Tuesday for a 10-hour visit. He met with President Joe Biden and congressional leaders to ask American lawmakers for continued aid in his country's war against Russia. He said in a speech that Russia is attempting to destroy democracy in Europe and that Ukraine is fighting for freedoms that were won after the collapse of the Soviet Union. According to the news outlet Le Monde, Zelensky said, You can count on Ukraine, and we hope just as much to be able to count on you. Putin must lose. He told reporters that what's happening in Ukraine amounts to guerrilla warfare. The Biden administration has been pressuring Congress to approve billions of dollars for the Ukrainian war effort. The president has asked Congress for $110 billion for the conflicts in both Ukraine and Israel, and this is on top of the $111 billion that's already been given to Ukraine. Speaker of the House Mike Johnson spoke about the request for more USAID in a press conference. Just had a good meeting with President Zelensky. I reiterated to him that we stand with him and against Putin's brutal invasion. Uh, the American people stand for freedom, and they're on the right side of this fight. I have asked the White House since 
the day that I was handed the gavel as speaker for clarity. We need a clear articulation of the strategy to allow Ukraine to win. And thus far, their responses have been insufficient. They have not provided us the clarity and the detail that we have requested over and over since literally 24 hours after I was handed the gavel as Speaker of the House. House Republicans have requested that more money be committed to border security before they'd agree to increase funding for Ukraine. A Florida high school has been fined and placed on administrative probation for violating the state's laws by allowing a male student to participate on a female sports team. This comes from an exclusive report by the Daily Signal's own Mary Margaret Olihan. The move appears to be the first time that a public school has been punished for violating state laws protecting fairness in women's sports. The Florida High School Athletic Association sent a letter Tuesday morning to Monarch High School and its principal saying that by permitting a male to participate on the girls' volleyball team, the school was in violation of federal law. Florida law states that biological males may not participate on a female team in any sport. The male student played in over 30 games for the school, according to the letter. The Athletic Association officially reprimanded Monarch High School with the letter which will become a permanent part of the school's membership record. Additionally, the high school must pay a $16,500 fine and school representatives are required to attend one of the association's compliance seminars in 2024 and 25. It's looking like a final Republican debate before the Iowa presidential primary won't happen. The CNN-hosted debate was set to take place on January 10th. But according to an Axios report, former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley hasn't committed to doing the debate, and former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie and entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy aren't polling well enough to qualify. CNN has said that candidates must poll at 10% or higher in three national or Iowa polls to qualify for the debate, and at least one poll must be from Iowa. The only candidate who qualifies and who has agreed to the event is Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Haley recently went on local Iowa radio station KTIV and said that former President Donald Trump should break his boycott and join the GOP debates. When it comes to President Trump, she said, I think he's going to have to get on a debate stage here in Iowa because you're fighting for Iowans' votes. I think he's got to sit there and do the groundwork. She said that you can't have an election unless candidates are ready to debate the competition in front of the people who will be voting for them. And that'll do it for today's episode. Thank you for listening to The Daily Signal's top news. If you haven't gotten a chance, be sure to check out our morning show right here in this podcast feed, where we interview lawmakers, experts, and leading conservative voices. Join us tomorrow morning for The Daily Signal Interview Edition, where Rob Bluey will be interviewing Newsmax's James Rosen. Also, make sure you subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts. And help us to reach more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and review. We read all of your feedback. Thanks again for listening. Have a great night, and we'll be back with you tomorrow morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.